Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. He weighs both sides of the story and chooses what's right over what's wrong. More Roy Green on the Chorus Radio Network. It is time for our Saturday Beauties and the Beast with Catherine Swift, WorkingCanadians.ca, Linda Leatherdale, uh, independent business journalist, Vice President Cambria Canada, and Michelle Simpson, former Liberal Member of Parliament and seatmate to Justin Trudeau. So... Uh, beauties, thank you very much. Always great speaking with you, as you know. And let's start with uh, one of the most important factors about today and realities about today, and that is Remembrance Day. When we thank the men and the women who wore the uniform, wear the uniform, and thank in advance those who will to support our way of life and to support Canadian values. And we couldn't, we couldn't live the kinds of life we live if it weren't for the people, the men and the women in uniform. And I spoke earlier with Major Mark Campbell, and uh, we talked about the federal government going to court to, uh, to fight um, military veterans who argued that their pensions and, and what they were promised is not being delivered. And the Stephen Harper government did the same thing, fought on the same uh, the same argument, and I've seen emails uh, all afternoon long and all morning long, depending on where you're listening, from people saying, hey, uh, if you're Omar Khadr and you fight against Canada, you get $10.5 If you're fighting for Canada and you lose your legs, you go to court. Anyhow, Boy. Catherine. I saw an editorial cartoon right along those lines, Roy, that you know had Trudeau handing Khadr his big fat check, and uh, there was a veteran, a wounded veteran in the background saying, I guess I fought for the wrong side. I, I find it appalling, that. and you're absolutely right. Every government is guilty of this, to, to varying degrees. Some have been slightly worse than others, but they've all been bad. My only conclusion is the veterans, I guess they just don't have enough votes. Because if, if they were sufficiently, and, and I don't understand this, because I think they, they, they move everybody's emotions as they should. But I can only conclude that they're, they're all of the polling and ridiculous political garbage they do shows them that it's not going to cost them votes to do this. And that makes me crazy, because it should cost them votes if they mistreat our veterans, period. 
Well, exactly. you know what, Roy? I've been I listened to your whole show, and you know, first of all, I want to say I weep for all those who gave their life that we have rights and democracy, and rights that we have freedom of speech as well. But I cry and I weep over when I listened to your guest who lost his limbs and and finds out while he's fighting on behalf of our rights and freedoms, they've cut back his pension. And then you just mentioned the check. You know what? It just it, We shouldn't be having this conversation. We should be making sure that they and their families are fine. And why? Why? It's it's like a double standard. It's not right, Roy. It's it is. Not. It is sad, Michelle, that that Catherine is correct, and Linda yeah. is correct. It is sad that it that it that she knows that polling numbers or information sought shows that if we quote screw over the veterans, it's not going to cost us anything or not that much. Yep, that's exactly so. And I have to tell you, now that I'm here in the states. I had my poppy on for, you know, a week, and uh, they don't—they don't have a clue what it is. Mm-hmm. And you know, they have Veterans Day, but it's a day that they utilize for a sale—the Veterans Day. Sale. Yeah, but Amer- Americans have such a love affair with their military, with their. Men and women in the military, even though governments mistreat them as well. Oh and yeah, the veterans they affairs do, also. But they love their military. Yeah. Oh yeah. And respect them. But they know nothing about Remembrance Day. Well, what's that? Yeah, it's it's a Isn't British, it's a British Australian. Uh, I think there's four, yeah. four countries that oh, that wear poppies. Yeah. That surprises but, me. You know, I, a lot of Americans follow me on Twitter, and I follow them, and. I've seen quite a bit of activity, so maybe that maybe they're the minority. I don't know. No. Yep, they but, are. But they do they do care deeply about their veterans, and woe be the politician who is found to, cons- well, let's put it this way: when it, when a government is found to have been uh, messing with delivery of services, as the last couple of administrations uh, periodically have been, it doesn't take long for Americans to get on them. But then the politicians, I guess, here, here we go, Catherine, politicians wait them out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, what does it take? Maybe we all need to know. get up on our hind legs and, uh, you know, smack them upside the head till they do the right thing here. Because it's yeah. disgraceful. Just disgraceful. And, and of all days, Remembrance Day should be, a, you know, a focus of, of these people yeah. that have given so much uh, for the rest of us. And what are they saying? No, we don't have a social contract with you, with with our men and women in the military. It doesn't matter what Sir Robert Borden said in 1917 during the height yeah. of the First World War, during the height of Passchendaele and Vimy Ridge. It doesn't matter because we can't possibly ask a prime minister of the 21st century to bear that kind of relationship with the military. What? Yeah, what indeed. We're well, not asking you whether you should spend, do it. We're telling you that you have to do it. And we spend billions on garbage all the time. Our governments spend billions on waste and, and stupidity. Yeah. The fact that they can't find what would not be a big amount of money in the, you know, in the whole budgetary situation for our military is a is a real disgrace. Yeah, I can hear the uh hear the emotion in your voice, um Linda. Oh. Well, absolutely. And you know, this is one where we've led tax revolts, Roy. We've done different things, and we have made a difference. Maybe this is something that we should start a whole social media campaign, aim it at Ottawa. Well, you know, let's do it. 
I'm Let's there. do it. Let's get on it. Yeah. And embarrassed because it shouldn't be November the 11th today. This is something ongoing, and let's not forget about from Afghanistan the the, the poor souls who are coming back and committing suicide. They, there's such a price that they pay, and we are not going to help them. No, we've got to help them. I'm reluctant to say this, but I only hope that there would be the kind of public support that we anticipate there would be. Because when I looked around yesterday in three particular areas here in southern Ontario. I found a dearth of poppies. Well, a lot of people need to learn our history, and this is a whole other issue. Our schools don't teach it. Yeah, I, I've made sure my kids, my dad was in the Air Force, as I'm sure, you know, I know I've told you, Roy, and, and Linda and, and Michelle may know that as well, and, and uh, I, I feel, you know, personally sort of connected because of that, and I've made sure my kids darn well know that, you know, what's going on and what the battles were and understand the sacrifices, etc. But our schools are disgraceful, you know, left-wing, infested educational institutions do not teach this kind of history, and it's factual history, that they should be teaching. And again, shame on them. Yep. I'm looking for a story here. And of course, it's always the one that I'm looking for that I can't find in this. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Let me just reach over here and hope that the mic doesn't scream, or the uh, headphones don't scream at the mic. Um, September 6, 2006. John Iverson column in the National Post. Canada's troops in Afghanistan have been, quote, acting like terrorists, destroying communities, killing and maiming innocent people, end quote, according to a resolution that will be voted on by New Democrats at the party's convention in Quebec City this weekend. (laughs) The resolution is one of 104 proposals on international affairs from local writing associations that will be presented at the uh, convention. This was from the Nanaimo Cowichan Writing Association in British Columbia. You know, that was the issue that Jack Layton walked out of the studio about. He sat in the studio with me, and I said, are you going to do this? Will you do it? Or will you condemn it? And he, w- he wouldn't talk about it. He w- now, we weren't at Remembrance Day, and Jack wouldn't talk about it. I, I, I'm assuming that he knew that they were going to sort of squelch this before it ever got to the voting stage. But I, can't, I wouldn't let go, and he wouldn't answer, and eventually he got up and left. Then he wow. came back. Wow. Anyway, when we come back, he's gone, and he ain't coming back, at least not for a few years. Denny Cadell is gone as the emperor of Montreal. Off to the gym with you, Denny. We'll come back in just a minute. Stay with us. You listen to Green. green. You might turn red. red. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Earlier on the show, you heard uh, Hamilton area mayor um, teacher Michael Schiavo talk about the Remembrance Day uh, event ceremonies um, that he has at the school each year. Here's an email from a parent about Mike. Uh, Hi, Roy. Mr. Lowe is a wonderful person and a great teacher. I was very fortunate to have Mike teach my son, who is now 26 years old. Mike made such an impression on my son that my son is now in the RCN. Wonderful story. I love that. Back to Catherine, Linda, and Michelle on the Roy Green Show on the Corliss Radio Network, Beauties and the Beast. So we have a bunch of things that we have to get at, and we have little time, so let's go quickly. First of all, 
Danny Kader is out as the mayor of Montreal. What does that mean? That uh, Louise Plant, I think that's her name, is going to now be calling for Energy East to be resurrected? Nope. Well, what's interesting She's even is Rachel further Motley than out than in Alberta him. fighting yeah. the, you know, Jason Kenney's uh, United Conservative saying she's going to trot around and say we need this pipeline now. So this is interesting. Okay. Very interesting. So you've got Alberta. Maybe we'll see the pipeline, Roy. I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> She's a big lefty, real big lefty. Apparently, I don't. I don't know the woman. You know, I only know what I've read. So I don't want to, you know, cast aspersions here. But well, you um, just did. I I I, 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 I think <laughs> it'll be a frosty Friday till we see the pipeline with her. Hey, it was pretty frosty yesterday. It was, and it, it is was today. It was pretty frosty, and it is. It's frosty Saturday. Uh, what do you say, uh, Michelle? Yay and A. Well, I was, you know, I wasn't surprised that Denis was defeated. He didn't put much work into it. He took it for granted. And um, he always tended to be a legend in his own mind. <laughs> so, That's true. I, you know, I really think <laughs> that, um, it, you know, it remains to be seen. I think there's still a lot of hurdles with respect. Okay, so now there's a political answer. It remains to be seen. I love that. I love that. <laughs> so we'll see. Now, what about, uh, so Monsieur Coderre is gone. The less we say about him, the better for the foreseeable future. Um, now, what, what about um, the paradise? Les papiers paradis. And the, and the big names who are on the Paradise Papers when we were telling the low-hanging fruit in Canada, you got to stop cheating on your taxes. We're coming for you. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the other end of the spectrum... Bronfman. Yep. Stephen Bronfman. Yeah. Yeah, so, well, a whole bunch of them. I mean, There's a whole pile, Roy. Well, that's probably yeah. the most relevant point. Yeah. As far as I know to date... Timeshares time shares in the Cayman Islands. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. But yeah. as far as I'm aware to date, again, info comes out every nanosecond, as we know, uh, it, none, of, none of this was illegal, for what it's worth. Maybe it should be, but it wasn't, for starters. But what gets me is a lot of the people who love to squirrel away their money uh, are senior people in our federal government right now who were very happy to be very harsh and critical of small businesses and professionals who were also doing things that were completely legal in our tax framework, but they said they were cheating the system. So that, to me, the hypocrisy is laid bare for all to see, and maybe that's the most useful outcome of this whole situation. All right, Mr. Morneau finds himself in continuing continually challenging situations by the way what really troubled me about the uh, about the paradise papers the only thing that really troubled me about it was the the privacy invasion of yeah. uh, people whose privacy should not have been invaded but anyway no we can't say yeah. that we can't say but anyway but but we have to because we have to get on to another issue because we only have about three minutes left so um, monsieur Morneau is has another date with the ethics commissioner and it has to do with C-27, which has to do with pensions, which has to do with the firm that he owns. And after C-27, when it's introduced, I understand the shares of Chappelle Morneau went up. So no possible conflict of interest. Oh, huge conflict. Oh, yeah. This gets into the weeds a bit on the pension issue, because as you know, I've done a ton of work on pension issues over the years. 
and and but I, I don't believe there's any question that he shouldn't have been he should have recused himself you know he should have withdrawn from discussions about this particular piece of legislation given that his wealth is predicated on very much this issue and but you know getting on to this ethics commissioner why is she still there i'm sorry why is she still there and from everything i see her uh, supposedly all parties are supposed to have a hand in choosing who mm-hmm. sits in that spot, which is appropriate. Well, once everybody's affected, but this is very much centered in the prime minister's office, and that is just dead wrong. Let's ask the XMP about the ethics commissioner and her and her omnipresence at present. If that makes she sense. Eats dentures because she's toothless. <laughs> But they left her that way <laughs> deliberately. You know, when they when MPs make the rules, they're always weighted in favor of the MP. I mean, even the I hadn't fine, noticed two hundred dollar fine. Yes, yeah, she get more one. more of a fine speeding down the four hundred one. Than you can from her. Well, also she's on these extent these sort of renewable contracts of six months or something, and uh, undoubtedly yeah. she wants to keep her job because she's making a good bunch of change as all these people do. So, so they've got her on a very short leash, which is quite what, exactly what you're saying. Is that ethical? So. Yeah, unethical. Very unethical. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Michelle, uh, Michelle, Linda, what are your thoughts? Well, exactly. Very unethical. She should be gone. Two hundred dollars. What a joke. And. uh you know, meanwhile, they're going to go after the low-lying fruit, as you say, Roy, and these small business people in Canada who are creating the jobs, it's just totally unfair, as it's unfair against so, the veterans. So, so does, Mr. Okay, so, you know, does Mr. Morneau have to go as finance minister? I, I think so. Yeah, I think so too. I do. Yep. He's lost all credibility. So, what hap- so if he has to go, is Justin Trudeau going to open the door or not? <laughs> I doubt it. No. No, I don't think so. Well, what's worrisome, though, is who will replace him in that particular group of fairly low-level, talented uh, folks? I don't know. I don't see anybody that has much in the way of financial uh, background. Not that Morneau did, frankly. He didn't. He ran no. Well, he can't stay. He, he's, he's done. He, he, should, be, he's he done. should be done yeah, as finance minister. There's way, 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 way too much baggage trailing along behind him. Yeah. Oh, and he sure. handled it so badly. Yeah. I, I mean, there was, there was issues here, and there was some discussion this week that Mary Dawson, the ethics commissioner, you know, if she had done her job properly, he wouldn't have been in the soup. I think he would have been in some soup, maybe not as much soup. But uh, uh, he, he handled this. He, he avoided discussion of it, you know, t- tried to duck, bob and weave instead of coming forward until he absolutely was forced to. So he has lost a lot of personal credibility. All right. Well, beauties, that's it for today. Thank Aww. you so much. One of my guests tomorrow is going to be a, a, an American bishop. I've spoken to him before, who is actually actively thinking about going to the pulpit armed. Oh. So, so we'll talk oh. about that tomorrow. All right. And you guys are going to, you guys. Yeah, guys. You guys. Uh, guys. Are coming back tomorrow. We are. All right. And we can't For wait. encore performance. <laughs> About something entirely different, but it's huge in the news. Thank, oh, it rhymed. Huge in the news. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Linda. Talk to you tomorrow. Talk to you tomorrow. We'll come back in just a minute. Stay with us.